0: Pastor Anton here. Leadership is big in today's society. It's big in the church. But what are the factors that make up true leadership? How can we get our leadership to grow and get better every day? We'll answer that question and so much more. Let's get into it.
1: Hey everyone, you're listening to the Discover Grace and Truth Podcast. Together, we are going to discover God's grace and truth through the Bible for people who love Jesus, who want to hear His voice, move in His direction, and eventually help others do the same. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this episode with Pastor Anton Lasala. Hey, welcome again to Discover Grace and Truth Podcast,
0: I'm your host, Pastor Anton. Glad to be with you today again, we're just keeping Jesus centered in our lives on this program with the goal in mind to hear God's voice move in his direction and eventually help others do the same well you might say well how can I how can we do this the only way I know how to do this is to do it God's way and it's through his truth John chapter 14 verse 6 says this Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the Father except through me now I love the scripture because it brings finality. you know it's final there are no ifs, ands, or buts, but many times we see the scripture as a scripture just for salvation, which is true. However, even after salvation, Jesus continues to be the way, continues to be the truth, and continues to be the life. Besides, everything that we ask to our with, with our Heavenly Father is requested in Jesus' name, right? So if we look at the scripture, and we apply it to the vision of Discover Grace and Truth. Jesus said, Jesus is still the way when we hear his voice. Jesus is still the truth when we move in His direction. And that direction only comes by his word. Jesus is still the life when we believe and apply his word for ourselves as well as to help others see the way and the truth. This should give us confidence in our walk with God, knowing Jesus is always present. Man, I love that. He's always present, ready to help us in our time of need. Jesus said this, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. I want you to think about that for a second. Jesus said heaven and earth, that means if the earth was just taken out, the word of God, is still gonna be in existence. It's never gonna pass away. That's how powerful the word is. So if we're looking for God's ways, truth, and life, then let's look at the book of Ephesians. The book of Ephesians has so many so many examples of God's ways, truth, and life. And that's why I was led to talk about this book. Because so I think this book is a key book in our walk with Christ. I'm calling this series the conversations, uh, the letters of Paul. So, in studio today, to help with this conversation and to sort things out, I have Monica and Jason Louder as our special guests. Welcome, Monica and Jason, to the show. How are we doing?
2: Good, thanks, Anton.
3: <laughs> Very good. It's nice to be called special. Yep, special guests.
2: Yeah.
0: So I just, I I really believe in you both as far as a couple in understanding God's word and actually doing God's word. So we're taking a different outlook here. You know, usually I only have one person that I interview or we have conversation with, but now I have two other ones. I have two people and we're going to get two different perspectives and it's just going to be awesome conversation. So, um, you know, that's, let's, uh, be sure that we just uh get ready to receive some good stuff today, right? Amen. So Amen. um so uh let me ask you this one question before we get into you know some of the details of chapter four that we're gonna look into today but uh what's your take on the book of Ephesians overall Monica why don't you go
2: me first um book of ephesians i love this book it helps give us direction to keep unity in christ but it also really shows us how much he has love for us because there's so many good scriptures about we have we're sealed in him yeah we can ask anything we want and he gives us even more yeah um It shows us how to be forgiving and loving and how to express God's love to one another in the body of Christ so that we can be successfully living through him and so can everybody around us which can radiate people towards the family of God and add to the family
0: that's good excellent
3: Wow that was good thanks Hey, you know, one of the things I love about Ephesians is the underlying tone that I believe is in there of unity and relationships. So I'm a big guy on relationships, right? I mean, heck, my whole business is based (laughs) on relationships, based on building relationships, building business relationships. And that's what I get out of Ephesians. It's that unified and, and that there's one central theme for all of us. That are unified and that is yeshua jesus christ right he is the central he he is the common denominator throughout the entire thing and he's saying hey you know what regardless of how different all of us are and how individuals we are he created us all unique but he also created us in his image and he is the common denominator amongst everything so if we're focused on him it doesn't matter how different we are we just stay focused on him and I think Paul's also, as he's unifying the church, because he's writing a letter to the Ephesians, right? So I think he's trying to unify the church, but he's also trying to help us see all of the things ahead of time that could potentially divide us. Right. And saying, hey, just to beware, don't get distracted by all these things that are going to divide you. Focus on each other. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus, and, and you'll be all right.
0: That's really good. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so. Before we get into uh, chapter four, uh, I just want to give an overall breakdown of the book of Ephesians. The book of Ephesians is broken up into three parts, and and you know chapters one through three outlines the wealth or the finished work of Christ, and it causes us to rest or sit and to be sure that you know He's in control. And I just love those first three chapters because that's the basis. Of our lives uh, in our walk with Christ in chapters four and five, it, it's it's the walk. It's it's how we walk out our salvation, how we walk in, in, in that pertains to, to to leadership and relationships, you know, and all the good things that come together when we apply His Word. Now and then, in, of course, chapter six is the warfare. You know, we we're, we're reminded that there is an enemy out there who hates us, who wants us to be defeated and and Paul outlines how we can stand firm in our authority and and not allow the enemy to take any part in our lives now he's gonna do his part but we can do our part because we are in God's family he's given us his uh, formula of authority to stand against him. So and highlights. Let's just talk about the highlights of chapter four, you two. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit and then we're just going to have this conversation about, you know, what your thoughts are and some of the things that that that's happening here. And of course, you know what, Jason, there's a lot of the things that we're going to be talking about today. As you mentioned already, this is your business and this is what chapter four is all about. It's all about leadership. It's about relationships it's about something that we can hold on to and um you know before we get into this we were we were talking about this earlier today uh, and how you know every time people want to be go into ministry they they think about ephesians chapter 4 you know because we're going to read that scripture here later on Mm -hmm. um but uh you know how to be an apostle how to be an evangelist how to be a pastor teacher that type of thing and so everybody hones in on that part of the scripture when people desire to go into ministry. Well, in essence, if we pay attention to the first three chapters, which talks about the basis, talks about the love like you talked about, Monica, and you know something, something erupts on the inside of you to become a servant we talked about this right yeah and so when we become that servant then it's almost like okay we're gonna find our part in the body christ to not only be in our calling but to be a blessing to someone else's life
3: well you know it's so good it's so good i would tell you this or maybe share this and i think it's in the first couple of verses of the book right where he is straight up saying humble yourself right you've got to be humble in what you're doing and i think the underlying tone on all of this you know for me a little bit is understand your mission understand what god's called you to do stay focused on that but stay humble in the sense of you're going to learn
0: more by serving than
3: you're going to learn by leading
0: that's really good it's it almost like it's like automatic right like like if we're just serving if we're just have this mindset of humbling ourselves, like you said and just having a heart for people you know you you almost land into that calling that god's called you right so let's let's go into ephesians chapter 4 verse 1 it says i therefore the prisoner of the lord this is the paul this is paul speaking beseech you to walk in to walk worthy of the calling Mm. which you were called right there yeah there's a calling every person's got a calling you know to do something isn't it It may not be just only ministry but there's a calling there's a calling to be um a mom a dad there's a calling to be a business owner there's a call there's a lot of callings out there and so we're not just talking about ministry though okay um then verse two with all lowliness and gentleness with long suffering bearing with one another in love there it is you just talked about that right
3: it's so it seems so pointed right like he's just telling you straight up here's what you need to do right know your calling be focused on it stay humble stay meek and and that's where
0: you trust god right he's got the rest of it Right. well it goes back to what we talked about earlier you know, if we're focused on, you know, the the fruits that we have of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, then something erupts on the inside of us. You know, Monica, have, when you're focusing on the fruits of the spirit, you know, something rises up on the inside of you that says, "Hey, I want to do this or I want to do that."
2: Yes, definitely. When you're focused on that and you're not focused so much on yourself, asking yourself, well, what should I do or how can I do this? But if you focus on God and his will and you're focusing on the fruits of the spirit, that nature within you, I believe, becomes more apparent because now you're seeking after the spirit instead of the soul, your flesh. And if we can allow ourselves to be led by the spirit, it becomes much easier to serve, to be humble, and through that you're actually more laid back, yeah. you're not stressed out, you're at rest, and you can hear and you can see, I believe, what God is really looking for.
0: You know, and that and that's it goes right into what verse three says you're ende- endeavoring to keep the unity of of the spirit in the bond of peace so you know the whole idea here is to have an understanding of unity we talked about this earlier in in the in the show and that's where that's what the enemy is always trying to do monica right Right. he's always trying to disunify us and the word of god unifies us Mm -hmm. so that we can think as one
2: Mm, definitely
0: you know so I always how it goes back to that uh, one scripture in Deuteronomy says one could put a thousand fight two could put ten thousand fight so yeah. that means if we're in unity in the body of Christ and we're going in the same direction as Christ nothing can come against us
3: right amen to that
0: so alright and then, then uh, verse 4 says this there is one body one spirit just as you were called in the in one hope of your calling. There's one body. There's not two bodies. Right. You know, there's one spirit. There's not like a couple spirits. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, and one hope, what's the hope? That we keep us unified. That we go in the direction that God wants us to go based on being, like you said, Jason, humble, being that servant, and then eventually you're gonna find what you're what you what you're called to do. You know, if you're listening today, you're saying, well, you know, I've been a believer for a long time, and I just don't know what to, I just don't know where where God wants me to wants me to be in the body of Christ. Well, this is why I'm encouraging you. Look at Ephesians chapter one through three, really understand. God's love for you really understand how much grace is given to you really understand that there's a calling there's a there's a purpose and a place for you that that this is not just drummed up you know uh, uh, on the fly no God had a plan the day that you said yes to Jesus is the day that God had a plan for you to have your calling fulfilled amen So this is where I want to encourage the listener today. Let's stand firm. Let's hold on to God's word and let's keep on moving forward. Verse seven says this, but to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gifts. So now we're talking about not only the fruits, but now we have gifts, you know, you know, the, the gifts, that are outlined in Second Corinthians, right? That talks about about you know how we can edify the body of Christ, and and so this is where I think we need to understand that there is a gift in each one of us, and I I, I know that the gifts are operating in your lives, you know, especially as husband and wife, you know, you both think differently, but yet collectively you meet the goal yeah
3: i've got that gift of patience which... <laughs> 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 but you know it's it's all of the gifts that work together and, and I, you know going back a little bit to what you said a second ago one of the things that i think is so cool is that and it's so crystal clear the way you said it in here there's one god there's one father there's one spirit there's one there's one You don't have to be confused by everything that's out there because right now what's going on in this world, they are trying to, whoever they is, are trying to confuse people. That's right. With lots of different, there's this and there's that and there's all these different religions and there's different cults and there's different things that are going on out there. But what we can know is when we've accepted Christ into our life, there's one God. And when the body is working together, we're all focused on there's one God. There's one spirit. We don't have to be confused that oh, well, you're talking to a different God than I'm talking to, Anton, and and Monica, you're talking to a different God, and we're all talking to someone different, getting different directions. No, there's one, And there's one direction, book too, right? It's the Word of God, which you do so good with Discover Grace and Truth is staying focused on that Word of God, because there's one word, the Word, and that's the Word that sets us free. And when we're focused on that, not distracted with anything else, I think that all these other pieces start clicking. They start coming together, and Yeah, those gifts start to produce and they start to see, and Monica's and I's gifts complement each other because we have different gifts. Right. Very different gifts. Right. And they complement each other really, really well to make it so we're equally yoked and we're a good team.
2: We get more accomplished.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because we can't do it on our own. None of us can do it on our own. We all need the Lord, and then we all need one another. Absolutely. And that's what makes it so beautiful because when you come together, you get the best possible outcome.
3: That's right, that's good. Teamwork makes the dream work. (laughs) Sometimes it's so corny, right? But it's just so true. Sure. And it's used in business, it's used in church, it's used in churches, launch teams that are launching churches, groups that are putting churches together, small groups inside of the churches. It's when the team comes together you know that the verse it says, "When two or more are gathered, He's there also." I mean, it, that's a team.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. That's good. So let's just dive into now specifically uh, in verse eleven, because uh, now he's specifically talking about ministry. Now, now, like I said, everybody's got a calling. It doesn't have to be ministry, but there's a calling so that you can add value to the body of Christ. Bible says in verse eleven, and He Himself gave some to be apostles some prophets some evangelists and some pastors and teachers and it says there for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry for the edifying of the body of christ now that's what the 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 ministry gifts that's outlined here in verse 11 verse 12 is all about it's all about edifying not pulling down not uh uh Bringing down, yeah. but leading right by getting into the in into a position so that you can help someone come up, right? Yeah, That's good. So, um, so the question I have, I'm, I have a question for you here in a second, but I just I want to talk a little bit about this leadership because leadership in this aspect of ministry is a high calling, no doubt about it. And some people just like, they shun away from it. They're like, no, no, I can't do that. Listen, for those who are listening today, all things are possible for those who believe. And if you really want to help others understand Jesus, then you can be one of these four kids. That's all you gotta do is say yes, and he'll make it happen for you. But to do that, We have to understand our position as humble servants. And if we do that, then all these gifts of ministry, the things that we just outlined here in verse 11, they'll just automatically come to pass. God will chase you down (laughs) because of your heart towards other people. So a question I have for But the louder's here is, when did you know you were a blessing or you were edifying the body of Christ?
1: Hey, everyone, subscribe now and don't miss out on any other episodes. For more information, go to discovergraceandtruth.com. If you want to receive an email reminder, you can sign up there as well. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope that this episode reminded you that God loves you. He is for you, and he is ready to go above and beyond what you can ask or think according to his power that works in you. We love you, and we'll catch you next time.